Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. I am here with a special guest today and we're going to start another series of Decade. I will go right to my guest. I know we've kept you waiting over the Christmas period. So now I would want my guest to decide whether he's going to stay anonymous or he's going to share his name with us. Well, I'll, I'll prefer to share my name with you. Why not? Okay, brilliant. And could you please introduce yourself? What's your name? How old are you so that we know how many decades we're going to go through? And what do you do? Okay. Um, my name is um, Olubenga. Um, well, I, I, must say that I must explain something here. Um, I was given a baptismal name. That's Rufus. Um, um, but, uh, and the original, our original, my original name or my father's name, uh, is Betiku, okay. which means if he does not die. But along the line, um, um, after my father's um, demise, or even before then, I saw the need to change from that name because that was his father's name. Mm. I, 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 and um, from what I heard, it wasn't actually a name. It was an appellation that stuck to him. And mm. um, I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay. Um, my 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 grandmother my paternal grandmother uh, used to have these um, uh, i don't know how to express it in english uh, but in yoruba it's called abiku uh, mm, can, can still you born still okay, born still born no no yeah. well or premature death of uh, infants mm, you know oh. so yeah so um when he had this boy and each time he went to the market as it was in those days. Mm. Um, where is, wh- why are you not with your child today? And she would say, well, my child is, um, is at home. She, mm. he, was, he, was, he was well be- before I left. Mm. Um, but I hope, I hope I'll meet him there. I hope he wouldn't have gone the, the same way the others went. Mm. Uh, and that means, if he has not... Um, uh, passed on. Passed on, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and then it now became a name. Mm. Uh, the mother of Betiku, Ye Betiku, Ye Betiku. And so the young man uh, now uh, had that name mm. and it stuck to him just like a magnet. And, 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 and that's so the name is, my name again is uh, Rufus Olubinga. Okay. <laughs> from the lineage of Betiku. Understood. Thank you so much for that bit of your history. And it, it's an interesting one, which I'm sure we would explore as we go through your decades. So would you prefer I refer to you as Rufus or Benga? Um, well, I, well, in fact, a lot of people don't even know that um, Rufus of a name. <laughs> it's okay. uh, yeah, it's silent, even though it's on, my, it's on all my documents in my passport and all, you know, yeah. So, yeah, Benga will be a better, um, a better uh, name to call. Okay, so, um, so how old are you, sir? And how many decades are we going to go through? Well, um, this year I'm 72, yeah. Okay. I was 72 in August, August the 22nd to be precise. Okay, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so that means we're going to go through um, roughly seven to eight decades. We'll combine your seventh and eighth since you're mm-hmm. now in your eighth decade. So mm-hmm. we'll start off with your very first decade. What is mm-hmm. your earliest memory? Mm. 
Um, that's a that's a tough one because um, the honest truth is, oh, well, okay. Um, like I said, I was born in 1948, and uh, the earliest um, that I can remember mm-hmm. is that I grew up with my great grandmother. Okay. You know, uh, um, and he, she was the one who used to look after me because my mother was a, a trader and she was very busy. Mm. Uh, well, actually, she was a cook in okay. a in um in in secondary. She she cooks just like what we have today as caterers and, and all of that. Okay. Uh, but I grew up to know her as 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 a cook. She she used to cook for a teacher training uh, school in our in our town in those mm. days. Yeah. Um, well, so by the time we were um, by the time I was uh, how old now? Maybe four or five. My father built our own house, which I had to, so which means I had to move from my great grandmother mm. to our own house, uh, which my father just built. Okay. Um, I remember very clearly that I started school in 1950, 1952. Yeah, 1952, even though I can't remember too many things about that. but. Uh, one of the things that I remember was that a gentleman used to take me to school on bicycle, and his name was Reverend Arusho. Um, uh, and in those days, my, my great-grandmother would, would, would um, put pens in my pocket or pencils and say, when my son grows up, he will be a lackaway. He will, he will not be, um, he, will not, he will go to school and all of that. Alakaway uh, means academic. Academic, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I'm clarifying for the listeners who might not yes. be familiar with the Yoruba language. Yes, okay. yes, okay, thank you, yes. So um, I remember having to change primary school. Mm. I started from St. Mary's Primary School somewhere in town, uh, Ondo Town, by the way, okay. and then uh, moved, when we moved to... Um, uh, our new house, we changed to St. Andrew's Primary School. And I, I can tell you why we, we, we changed. Number one is closer to St. Andrew's Primary School. Number two, my father was one of the pioneer members of St. Andrew's Anglican Church. Okay. Um, he, uh, he in those days. So, um, and I, I, for some reason, I don't know what happened. We, I, I was moved from St. Andrew's Primary School to another school called Bishop Phillips Primary School. Mm. And that was where I actually concluded my primary school education okay. in 1961, to be mm. precise. And then, um, yeah, 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 I mean, then uh, I, I think... We are flowing into the next decade now, but yeah. but that's about all I could remember then. Uh, mm. But one one thing uh, is uh, try uh, well. One thing I can remember now is that my mother, who was a cook in 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 the um, in the school, mm. would wake us up as early as maybe three thirty or four a.m. Mm. And I'll carry little lantern. Of course, uh, we didn't have any light in the town at that time. We'll carry a little lantern and we'll go through 
this narrow uh, bush path to go to the school so that he, she could um, um, prepare breakfast for students as early as um, that time. Mm. Um, at least I remember we used to walk and we are talking like about two, three kilometers. Wow. You know, early morning. Mm. Very early morning, uh, very early morning. And you hardly come across uh, anyone at that time. Was uh, it was pitch dark, uh, yeah. But uh, coming to think of it, it didn't mean anything to us to walk in mm. those days. Mm. Mm. It, well, yeah. it was it was the way you got around. I would imagine back then. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, All right. So yeah. That, that that's about uh, the first decade. I want to believe. Okay. Well, that's your earliest memory. In terms of between the ages of of toddler and age 10 did you have siblings you grew up with what was um, family life like for you oh okay um yes i had siblings um well let me put it on record here that my father was a polygamist okay and at that time he had um, uh, three wives that included my mother um the first woman didn't have any child um then my mother came in um then another woman came in and that other woman had a girl and i being a boy so we we were actually like twins and we it was it was quite a good life uh, because uh, for a very long time nobody even knew whether yinka was my twin sister uh, or, or from another mother so it was mm. quite a beautiful uh, it was quite a beautiful uh, experience um well let me also say this that the first woman uh, came from another uh, town she wasn't an under person she was uh, the people we call oyo oyoikere she she was oyoikere well mm. let me explain that she was an Ikere person. Ikere is in the Kiti state, by the way. Okay. But there is this tribe in Ikere that had tribal marks like the Oyo people. They actually came into Ikere as, um, uh, what I call them, refugees. Um, yeah, as refugees to Ikere, uh, probably um, by reason of war and all of that. And so okay. they call them Oyo Ikere, but they uh, as I'm talking to you now, they hardly speak a kitty, a kitty language, a kitty dialect. They actually had, they carried on with their culture mm. from Oyo. They had their tribal marks and all of that. So Mama was uh, from that, um, uh, from that, uh, from that um, uh, stock, you know. Okay. Uh, but as she, she was a lovely woman. She took mm. us as her own children. Okay, so let me understand this. Um, You grew up in a state now known as Ondo in Nigeria. Okay. Ondo Town. Ondo Ondo Town specifically within Ondo State. Yes. Okay. And the lady you're referring to came from a a town or just a tribe called Oyo Ikere? She came from a town called Ikere. And Ikere okay. is in the Kiti state. Which is neighboring to Ondo state. Yes, yes, okay. quite a distance, yeah, yeah, okay. yes, absolutely, yes. Mm. Okay, okay, yes. so this lady was um, like a mother to you, you were saying? She was, 
she was like a big mother. Mm. Even I mean, if 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 um, if my mother is rebuking me, she will just come and say no. Uh, and in those days, uh, you don't have all this kind of um, pampering of children. Don't spank. Don't. I mean, they, your your mother will beat you black and blue and give you good um, spanking mm. if you misbehave. Um, one of the things that I knew my mother for is that um, if you are hungry, you dare not um, you dare not um, <laughs> you dare not cry. Mm. Or even, or even tell, until she's ready to give you food. And mm. if you dare uh, throw tantrum, uh, as they call it, you you get a good spanking, or she would deny you that meal completely. Unfortunately, mm. um, so but this this elderly woman was always uh, protective and said, "No, you can do that." Um, mm. uh, she was always uh, so. Yeah, at least I can remember for half of that. Follow us on Instagram at Speak Podcast, and you will find each guest has an interesting fact or picture to share with you. Let's get back to the interview. So you mentioned a sibling. How many yeah. siblings do you have? Well, right now I have. Oh, uh, right now. <laughs> right now, or before, or, or then. Then we were a few, we were about uh, one, maybe, maybe just two, three, okay. maximum four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All mm. right. So for future reference, how many siblings do you have in total? In total, right now we have about, I told you, uh, father had um, uh, three wives to start with. Okay. She, then he took another one, mm -hmm. then had um, a couple of other concubines um, okay. all over the place. Um, two of those concubines gave birth to, uh, one gave birth to two boys, um, another one gave birth to a girl. Mm -hmm. So total, really about uh, eight, about 20, about 22, thereabout, but um, a couple of them passed away. So we're about 18 or thereabout. About, yeah, right about that now, yes. Okay, so at present, about 18 siblings. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So in terms of your family life, especially in a polygamous home, did, did, you, did you actually know what that meant at that age? Was that consciousness there? Mm, uh, we didn't, but eventually we started to suspect that. Um, you know, in our environment, um, in Africa, I don't know, um, that, I don't know, in the West, you guys may not even understand what we, what we meant by witches, wizards, um, people who cast spells, necromancy, and so on. But in, in our days, yeah, witchcraft was rife. And so the, the, the children of the other woman is always suspecting the, the, the mates, the other wives, that they probably will be doing something to you, either to kill you or so that you don't, you don't do well and all of that and all of that. Um, yeah, there was, there was this rivalry, um, within the family. I, I remember particularly, I mean, and, and this, this is a very, uh, sore point now. I remember particularly one of the concubines who had two boys for my father would um, come if, if father is about to give give me something, being the first one, um, the woman would just come, uh, not hiding it and say, no, look, you can, you can, you can give to him. Uh, he has not passed his exam. Uh, no, no, you don't, you don't give things to people who, who have not passed their exams. And, and she'll be, 
and my mother couldn't come to her defense, unfortunately. Um, but one thing is that the other women in the house will just stand up for my defense and say, no, you, you can't do this. You are not part of us. Why, why would you deny? And unfortunately, my father um, would rather pay the school fees of that woman's son, who was about the same age as me, um, because we, we actually gained admission into secondary school same year. Yeah, my father would rather pay his school fees than paying mine. Uh, so, I mean, there was this funny and very ugly incidents that, mm. um, that, that I could recall in those days. Yeah, yeah. So what was your relationship like with your father in those early years? Bad, very bad, ugly, um, very bad. And, and of course, it took, it took God's grace for me to be able to forgive him in my latter years because um, I was treated very, very, very badly. So it's, uh, uh, my, 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 my father was um, unfortunately one of those socialites uh, who, who, who would rather spend his money in, um, on other things than, than, than his children, unfortunately. Mm. Okay, so what I hear is a sense of abandonment. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. that's it. That, mm. That's it. Um, if I say this, I mean, this would be funny. Maybe, maybe I would have, no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not important to say that I'll, uh, just in case some people will be offended, I would have uh, said, because some of these things actually, you know, when you think that you, you've been abandoned and you are not uh, being, being, um, being appreciated in the home, uh, there, there is a sense of um, deep resentment um, within you. But like I said, eventually along the line, when I became a committed Christian, I, I knew that forgiveness is not an option, um, but it was, um, it was something that I needed to do. So though, um, each time someone, I, I can tell you one or two things that my mother did, but the truth of the matter is I cannot really stand up and point out that my father, uh, well, okay, maybe he bought dresses uh, for me once in a while. And, but apart from that, um, I, I don't have any, any, any good thing to say. Is that, is that a good thing? Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's, it's the truth. Yeah, but eventually, eventually, I must also say this. He repented mm. at the close of his um, of his life um, mm. because, by God's grace, I, um, I excelled beyond what he ever thought. Mm. And, and and at some point, he he would um, he would just uh, just come around and say, Ah, I'm sorry because of the way I actually treated you. I never knew that we amount to anything. Mm. When we get to the second part, I will tell you why. You will tell, yeah, you'll tell me what happened there. Okay, so we're about to close out this decade, but what I want to explore are pretty much your relationship foundation. So I've asked you about your relationship with your father, um, and you've mentioned how strict your mom was, but overall, what was your relationship with your mom like? That too wasn't great. Was very bad um, in the sense that she was um, actually thought that she was very wicked mm. and she wouldn't spare you. She, I mean, I was I was terribly abused and mm. um, beaten and you know verbal abuse, emotional abuse, mm. uh, physical abuse. So at some point, I, I think I should mention this. Uh, even though I I never knew what 
was suicide wars. I, I attempted one, oh, but wow. it didn't. It didn't succeed. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, because I I never saw what life mm. was all about. I mean, why should I be in the hands of these two individuals mm. who never loved me, who never appreciated me, and so. Uh, that that was it. I it was it was a sore point, uh, and mm. at some point I considered um, I attempted uh, suicide, uh, which which didn't. But there you are. So we 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 weren't friends. We weren't really because she was too. But later on in life, I must also mention this. Later in life, mm. I heard that she had a very bad mother as well, mm. who never cared for her or her siblings and that was why, why i told you that i grew up with my great grandmother grandmother understood yeah because mm. her mother was not there for anyone mm. uh, of course her mother was gone by the time i was born in 1948 um so uh, uh, she she too didn't have a great um, childhood uh, uh, and so the transfer of aggression was there later i began to after reading books and uh, read, learning about temperaments and mm. generational um, uh, uh, whatever I, I began to see that she too didn't have so it's actually the bitterness of her childhood mm. that she was pouring on me being the first um and and, and it went down the line and mm. um, i'm not sure if if um, yeah it went down the line I think the, the, the last few, because we were, we, we are six actually, and mm. the, last, the last two probably enjoyed um, her love because she was getting older, and then uh, she, um, she, I think she changed to some extent, you know, mm. Uh, mm. along the line. Mm. Mm. Okay, so she gave birth to six um, children for your father. Your Your mom? Um, out of the um, family, six children. Okay. 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 Um, so sorry to hear that, but um, thank you for being vulnerable with the listeners because a lot of people don't fully understand what happened um, in that generation and how it Ooh. affected. Yeah. Mm, and mm, the outcome mm. it, it has on, on those that survived that generation. Okay. So, I, I'm just going to ask, on reflecting on that decade, are there any key relationships that um, filled you with joy, um, friendships, or even just your, I don't know, your, your general activities um, between the ages of toddler and 10? Oh, was there any really? Um, only, well, like I told you, my, my stepsister, from the other woman, we became very close. Uh, we became very close, and we 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 were we are quite close. Mm. The other person that I will say will be a friend of mine who um, with whom I grew up with, uh, mm. and we we went to the same primary school. And and this young man, this this friend of mine, this boyhood friend of mine. Um, uh, was from is from another town because he's still alive mm. and we we yeah i mean apart from that honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't really um, say that i can recall anything that gave me joy in those days nothing absolutely nothing mm. um yeah, well we went to church sundays we yeah christmas period mm. we'll go to church well 
you know, I'd probably get, uh, yeah, no, nothing really. That's the truth. Mm. Nothing, nothing, mm. nothing. Absolutely nothing in okay. that first decade. Decade. Okay, so we'll close out the decade. Do you have any words to summarize or should I um, articulate well, what you've shared so far? Summarize. Uh, it, it, it's it's amazing to know that human memory could go back as far back as uh, as 60 70 years to remember what my parents did uh, I, I, and i mean i would have thought that because when i i was going to come on an interview with you said have you written down or articulated those i said no i, said, I don't have to I said, those things are just in my brain they just talk there uh, I mean, even though I'm saying it now, but I mean, I'm not in any way bitter any longer because uh, Christ, um, my relationship with Christ has really uh, helped me to um, uh, wash that away in a way, um, you know. But yeah, last word is, um, <laughs> if you are like me or you were like me, Mm. Who, who is going through um, um, such abuses and all of um, I think Christ is the answer. Mm. Uh, simple, very straightforward. Mm. Mm. Th- thank you for sharing that with us, Gwenga. We really appreciate, once again, the vulnerability and the openness to share. So, listeners, um, we look forward to you joining us in the second decade where uh, we hopefully would hear of uh, a change in Wenga's circumstances. So if you have any comments, reach out to us on at Speak Podcast on Instagram and see you or hope you listen to the next decade.